Welcome everyone to the Purposely Thriving Podcast, where we are growing, evolving, and becoming into our highest self in every area of our lives so that we are able to live authentically and whole as we step into a new chapter. I am your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you for joining and tuning in with me this week. This week, I wanted to have a conversation around a word that I believe is a simple word, but not always an easy word to practice in your life, okay? This is a word that I believe is expressed only during certain occasions, holidays, events, and seasons of our lives, as opposed to it being cultivated in our day-to-day. This is also a word that I believe is optional or even obsolete for the majority due to it not being a cultural norm. This is also a word that I believe is minimized often. However, has massive impact on your joy, relationships, health, your spiritual well-being, your mental and emotional well-being, and even your self-esteem. And that word is gratitude, right? That is the word. That's the word of the day. The word of the day is gratitude. And what inspired me to talk about this is because when you're in a season of uncertainty, the unknown, the uncomfortable, and even the unpredictability When it looks as if you're in survival mode, when your life has changed abruptly and or drastically, when your emotions seems intense to a point where they feel uncontrollable and unmanageable, when you're adjusting to a new normal that also feels overwhelming, when you take that one step forward only to feel like you keep getting knocked back two steps, If I can keep it all the way real, acknowledging what you're grateful for during these times may not necessarily be at the top of your list. And here's the thing. You may have heard things such as, well, you should just be grateful or count your blessings or it could be a lot worse or others have it worse than you. Like we hear all of that, right? And I'm not here to go against that or even debate against it because I actually understand what people may be going with it. Like I do. However, when your family structure has changed, when the person you love is someone that you may not like nor respect right now, when you may have had to adjust your lifestyle due to the financial changes, when you're left to pick up the pieces and figure this all out, When you're attempting to keep it emotionally and mentally together, when you still have to take care of your kids, their daily needs and household obligations, all while seeing the life you once had unfold, when you still have to show up at work or even your business as if nothing is going on, when you're in the legal process of making challenging decisions, when co-parenting seems non-existent due to conflict and lack of civilization, when all of that is going on, you might find that it's difficult to be grateful right now. And truthfully, that's normal, right? It's natural to not always feel grateful. And so I'm not here to tell you where you should be grateful, regardless of what's going on around you. I first want to encourage you to give yourself some grace. That's the first thing I want to do. I want to encourage you to give yourself some grace, okay? And as you give yourself that grace, I want you to be open minded about what expressing gratitude isn't about, because a lot of the times there's this thing called forced gratitude that attempts to make you overlook how you feel. But even in a season of uncertainty 
Expressing gratitude isn't about pressuring you. It isn't about guilt tripping you. It's not about ignoring or even minimize what's going on around you and within you. Neither is this about forcing you. I want us to look at gratitude in a different perspective. I want you to think of incorporating gratitude as an intentional fostering practice. That's what I want you to do. I want you to think of this as an intentional fostering practice, meaning that this is one of many actionable methods that you choose to be purposely proactive about in your life. So when I say fostering gratitude, I'm referring to nurturing this practice. I'm referring to developing this practice. I'm referring to cultivating this practice because when it comes to gratitude, this is a practice that must be welcomed, embraced, and implemented and even adopted by you. And the reason why I wanted to talk about it this week is because when people tell me they want to move on, when people tell me they want to experience a level of joy and peace in their life, these are the small things that must be done by you in order to create and design that joy that you want to be able to experience. And so what I wanted to do today was give you all three ways to practice gratitude, even when you don't feel like it. Because I know for many of you out here, you like, you know what? It's hard for me to be grateful right now with everything going on. I get it. I understand it. But I want us to go about it a different way when it comes to gratitude. Okay, so I'm gonna give you all three things. The first thing that you need to do to practice gratitude, even when you don't feel like it, is that you need to make room to honor your current feelings as well as creating space for gratitude. That's the first thing. The first thing is you need to make room to honor your current feelings as well as creating space for gratitude. Okay, so we want to be able to do both. See, here's the thing about gratitude or fostering gratitude. Fostering gratitude doesn't mean to diminish how you feel, right? You don't want to ignore, overlook, neither do you want to suppress what you're going through and how you're currently feeling because you want to practice gratitude. Like, let's not make that be the direct exchange, okay? Like, let's not believe that cultivating gratitude means that I shouldn't be feeling the way I'm feeling right now because here's what happens. This is what a lot of people do. They minimize their feelings and they say things like, well, I should just be grateful. However, this is what could be happening when you do stuff like this. You could actually be creating unnecessary guilt over yourself. That's good. That could be happening when you do that. It's like you could feel wrong that you have the feelings that you do. Therefore, you attempt to dismiss or reject those feelings without allowing yourself to honor them unapologetically. And what happens is, is that this becomes an emotional avoidance where you're attempting to use gratitude to overlook how you feel, okay? What you also could be doing, you could also be missing out on the experience of the true impact that gratitude genuinely brings. When it comes to gratitude, gratitude in its purest form is designed to enhance your joy, your relationships, your health, your spiritual, mental, and emotional well-being, your, and even your self-esteem. However, if you're always negating your feelings in an attempt to be grateful, then your gratitude could never come from a place of authenticity, therefore not being able to cultivate an inner world of peace and fulfillment. Not to mention that gratitude starts to feel like another pain as opposed to a pleasure experience that you're adding in your life. Meaning that when something is forced, it becomes inauthentic. It's not genuine. 
It's not something that you look forward to ever doing. Because when you feel like you have to dismiss your feelings in an attempt to develop this attitude of gratitude, then doing this will become more of a burden rather than a benefit for your life. And so I want you to understand that you can feel overwhelmed and be grateful for the support that you have in your life. You can feel like this season is challenging to navigate and still be grateful for the financial cushion that you have to make it through. You can feel disappointed and hurt about the relationship or marriage being dissolved and be grateful that you had the courage to walk away from a dynamic that was unhealthy. And so here's the bottom line for point number one. It doesn't have to be either or. When it comes to your feelings and fostering gratitude, it can be both, meaning that you don't have to dismiss your feelings to design an attitude of gratitude. Okay, that's the very first one. The second one is don't wait until you feel grateful to express gratefulness. That's the second one. The second one is don't wait until you feel grateful to express gratefulness. Earlier, I mentioned that incorporating gratitude is an intentional fostering practice. Remember I said that earlier? And so by saying that, this practice actually goes beyond a current feeling that you have or even a current state that you're in. Because what can easily happen is that we can make our current feelings become so factual where there's no room to flex and develop that muscle of fostering gratitude. Now, this isn't indicated to force where you don't feel. Remember, I discussed that in the first point. That's not what this is about. However, this is about choosing to cultivate. Remember, it's about you choosing. Why does this matter? Because when you're stressed, when you're overwhelmed, when you're exhausted, and when you're experiencing a high level of sadness, Gratitude is the last thing on your mind. And what happens is that you become so consumed and preoccupied with what's going wrong that there's no room to acknowledge and appreciate what's going right. And so what happens is that the gap of fostering gratitude becomes wider and choosing to close that gap is an intentional commitment to cultivate, meaning that this will require a conscious effort in respect to everything that's going on around you in this season. So in other words, to foster is to take an intentional and purposeful moment daily and acknowledge the good things in your life, even when the feeling of gratitude isn't there. Because if you lack feeling grateful, you don't all of a sudden will yourself into expressing gratitude, which is why it's really a practice. And the more intentional you make this be for you, eventually it starts to become a part of you. You start to see things differently. You start to focus more on what's in your power. You become more solution driven. You develop an inner peace and an outer glow. You see more for yourself and your future and your overall well-being and quality life just improves. So, When it comes to a practice, this is why I call it intentional fostering practice, because this is a practice that compounds, meaning that when you continuously practice something, it compounds, it builds, it multiplies. And the more it's incorporated, the easier it becomes to do. And so that's the second one. The second one is that don't wait until you feel grateful 
to express gratefulness. Okay, that's the second one. And so the third and final point to practice gratitude, even when you don't feel like it, is that I want you to start small. So the third and final point to help you practice gratitude, even when you don't feel like it, the third and final point is to start small. That's the third one. The third one is to start small. And when I say start small, this is when we want to acknowledge the small things without attempting to find something so deep or meaningful and profound to express our gratitude. So in other words, I don't want you to try to find something so deep where it ends up frustrating you because you can't find it. And what happens is when you get frustrated, it just magnifies and affirms your current feelings. So let's not overcomplicate it, okay? Here's what I prefer you do instead. I encourage you to observe the small things in your life daily. The small things. The small things that brings you a level of pleasure and satisfaction. And it doesn't matter what it is. Just don't make it insignificant because you think it has to be something so big and deep because it really doesn't. Like, let me tell you how small this thing can be. It can be something small as your first cup of coffee in the morning. That's how small it can be. Like my true coffee drinkers, they are very, very serious about their cup of coffee. (laughs) Um, Interesting enough, about three weeks ago, I went to the cabins with my family and my aunt, she she was up and she said, you know, Tanya, I do not have my cup of coffee. And when I get up in the morning, that's the first thing I love to do. She said, I love my cup of coffee. I love to sit out on the porch and I love to smoke my cigarette. And I'm and I'm sitting here like, really? She said, yes. I said, OK, auntie, let me go get you a cup of coffee because clearly it's important to her. Right. And I went. I found the place because I didn't know where I was, but I found the place and I got her her cup of coffee. And when I tell you that lit her whole day, her whole morning, like she was excited. Okay, so it can be something as small as a cup of coffee. It can be finding that close parking space. Don't act like y'all don't get excited when you find that good parking space. You don't even want to leave it. I, I, I can get like that, too. It can be something small, such as a text message or a phone call from someone who's checking on you. It can be that hot shower you had in the morning that made you feel better or that bubble bath that you had at night. It can be watching one of your favorite funny movies or TV shows. It can be that good night's sleep that you may haven't had in a while and you finally got it. It can be a hug that you receive from your child or I love you from your kids. Like it, it can be this small. That's my point. You can even turn inward. Right. You can even turn inward in regards to yourself about what you're grateful for. Like what characteristic, what quality, what ability that you have that's helping you navigate this season that you can be grateful for? What did you accomplish that was challenging, but you got it done? Whether that was something around the house, whether that was a personal goal, whether that was a task at work, like just think about it for a second. You can also do something such as cultivating two important words daily. And those words are thank you. How often do you say thank you if someone opens the door for you or helps you carry something or compliments you? You know, just saying thank you for those things really does change or alter your mood. And what you're doing when this is practice, because again, this is a practice. What you're doing when this is practice is that you're conditioning yourself to recognize and learn new ways to be grateful. You're allowing yourself 
to show appreciation and to seek the good that is going on in your life. And so that's the third one. The third one is to start small. And you know what's interesting is that this is something that I do daily um, in my life. This is one of many things that I do to embrace this journey that I'm on is that I do this on purpose. Like I, and this is something that I also incorporate with my clients too, because many of us skip the small things that bring the biggest impact. And I know it's not always easy in the seasons that we're in. I get it. However, when we want to move on and we want to move forward and we want to make what we've been through be a chapter of our life and not the entire book, we have to start practicing those things to help us get through, okay? And so before I close out, this is what I challenge you to do over the next few weeks. This is what I challenge you to do. I challenge you to record one thing, right? One thing. It can be one in the morning. It can be one in the evening. Or it can be one per day, okay? And I want you to do this about three to five days a week on what you're grateful for. That's what I want you to do. I want you to do this, right? Just one thing that you're grateful for. And at the end of every week, I want you to take a moment and reflect on that list that you wrote down. I want you to look at all the things that you wrote down what you're grateful for. And as you do that, I want you to observe how you feel when you read that list in the moment. Does it bring a smile? Does it bring a level of satisfaction? Does it take your mind off what's going on in a good way? And I encourage you to do this for a few weeks because sometimes it takes a few weeks to really feel these things. However, I just encourage you to continue to be consistent in cultivating this practice, okay? And so those were the things that I wanted to share with you today because I know we are in a season, uh, we are actually in a holiday season. And, you know, there's a lot of things such as, you know, one of the biggest things that gets talked about in this season is being grateful. But one thing about creating and developing this attitude of gratitude is that it's not really a season. It's really a, a, um, it's a lifestyle. And I encourage you all to create a new lifestyle by doing things such as expressing gratitude, even when you don't necessarily feel like it. Okay. And so please make sure that you are following me on my social media handles. My Instagram is I am Tanya Carter. My Facebook and my YouTube is Tanya Carter. I will put the links to connect with me on those three lines and my show notes. And also please make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast so that you can receive notifications on when the next podcast will drop. Also leave a review. If you know that this podcast is very, very influential to you on your journey of healing, personal growth and development, please head over to iTunes and or Spotify to leave me a review. I would definitely appreciate it. And last but not least, share this information. Okay, we share everything else. And if you know that this episode has been very beneficial to you, then share it to somebody else and put a smile on their face and make it be a and and let it be beneficial to them. Okay, so thank you all again for tuning in with me this week. You all have a wonderful and amazing week and I'll see you next time.